Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, August 26th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 26 years. He can be your dentist. All you have to do is call him today, 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports. The Indianapolis Colts back to work today out on West 56th Street. They had the day off yesterday, Monday, They practiced at Lucas Oil Stadium for the first time. They do that again this Saturday. We've only got 18 days until the regular season opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Weird training camp in that there are no preseason games. So we got a lot of questions we need to have answered starting today. Again, we need to have Phillip Rivers be a little bit cleaner. 99% of the time this camp, he's been clean. The 1%, he's been terrible. Bad reads, bad throws, catchable throws, going the other way for the defense. Can't have that when the regular season starts. This offense is not electric enough to overcome pick sixes and turnovers in the Colts' territory. If you hand the opponent points, they are going to win the game. Phillip Rivers has got to reduce the level of turnovers in his game. Last year, 20 for the Los Angeles Chargers, half that would be a good number with the Indianapolis Colts. Even below that, all of a sudden, then you start to look at the Colts as maybe, do we want to say Super Bowl contender yet? I don't think that we do. I'm not going to say that. But certainly a playoff team, if Phillip Rivers can keep his interception level under 10. Single digits, Colts, they win the AFC South. Double digits, it starts to get a little bit dicey. We want to see... What's going to happen with the kicking competition between Rodrigo Blankenship, the rookie out of Georgia, and Chase McLaughlin, kind of the incumbent. Adam Vinatieri is the incumbent, right? He was the starter. Vinatieri goes down. Chase McLaughlin is signed. He kicked reasonably well last year for the Colts late in the season after Vinatieri went on the shelf. We also want to see uh, health, for God's sake, especially from the wide receiver crew. 
Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton. They need to stay healthy, and that means throughout training camp, and that means throughout the regular season. There is not enough depth at the wide receiver position for the Colts to be able to withstand the losses of T.Y. Hilton and or Paris Campbell. It's great they've got Michael Pittman Jr. He's got to stay healthy too, obviously. You've got to keep the tight ends healthy. Got to keep the running backs healthy, although they've got depth at both those spots. The, the offensive line, please, dear God, let them stay healthy because the depth behind them does not come close to replacing the quality of the starters on that offensive line. Defensively, let's be healthy, too. Can we do that? I mean, health is good all around, isn't it? It's going to be interesting to see as the Colts move toward that time when they've got to start making roster decisions. You get to have an active roster of 53, but this year, because of COVID-19, the practice squad balloons to 16 with four protected spots. So in previous years, if you signed somebody to the practice squad, any of the other 31 teams in the NFL could poach those guys, could sign those guys off your, off your practice squad. This year, you get to protect four and four different guys each week if you so select. So what's going to be interesting is to see whether the Colts protect four quarterbacks. Are they going to keep both Chad Kelly and Jacob Eason? That's going to be one of the, I, I think that'll be a, not a dramatic announcement for goodness sake, but a, a, a point of interest for fans and, and for people following the NFL to see if the Colts keep four quarterbacks. With COVID being what it is and the quarantine period being what it is, to not have an extra quarterback seemed to be a little bit foolish. Plus, you spent a fourth-round pick on Jacob Eason. You know he's a project. When you drafted him, you basically committed to keeping him as long as he's not an idiot. Chad Kelly, he's signed. So if you cut him, you're cutting a, a, a guy who's under contract. I think they wind up keeping all four. The Indiana Pacers, this is going to be an interesting offseason because decisions need to be made about this roster. Here are some of them. Victor Oladipo. What are you going to do about Victor Oladipo? What, Victor Oladipo, during the playoffs and in the bubble, did not look like Victor Oladipo. Not explosive. Couldn't get the corner on even Goran Dragic. Okay? Couldn't keep guys from getting the corner as he deed up against them. He has got to show NBA teams that that torn quad tendon, that surgically repaired quad tendon, is ready at 100% of, of what it was prior to the injury or his trade value is going to be minimalized, right, or minimized. Minimalized. Uh, you, you've got to, if you're going to get value back, if the Pacers are going to get value back, they got to show that Victor Oladipo is really, really good. And that's only if Victor Oladipo wants to opt out. If he wants to sign an extension, what do you do if you're the Pacers? If you're the Pacers, do you commit long-term guaranteed money to a guy you don't know if he's ever going to be what he was? That's an interesting question. What about Miles Turner? Miles Turner would seem to be a guy who would draw trade interest. Only 24 years old, right? A guy who is a rim protector, a guy who can hit threes, a guy who may develop over the next three or four years into a really productive stretch five in the NBA. Do you trade him 
to try to slide around pieces that make you more competitive next year immediately? Or do you go out and get a draft pick that's going to make you better in future years in return for Miles Turner? Or do you stand pat? Do you say, okay, we got everybody under contract. We're going to have Jeremy Lamb back, Domas Sabonis back. Victor Oladipo has got to be healthier than he was when he played in the bubble. And, and so in 2021, we're going to have a chance to raise some hell and win some games if we just keep our guys. Go ahead, sign Justin Holiday to an extension. Jakar Sampson, it doesn't matter whether he comes or goes. No offense to Jakar. We like him, but he is never going to be a guy that you say, boy, oh boy, thank God for him. He's, he's good for three or four wins a season. He, he isn't that kind of guy. He's a, a net, not negative, not positive wins over replacement type guy. So uh, there you go. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And, and then you've got Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan, you want some statistics on Nate McMillan? All right, I'll give you some statistics. Nate McMillan's uh, teams, going back to when he was the head coach of Portland, they have lost seven playoff series in a row. All right, he is 183 and 136 in the regular season as the Pacers head coach. That gives him a winning percentage of 57.4%. He is less than 1% behind Frank Vogel at 58% and Larry Brown at 57.9% in terms of of regular season success, winning percentage. He will never catch Larry Bird. Nobody's ever going to catch Larry Bird. Larry Bird, from 98 until 2000, was really, really good, had a terrific roster, and won a lot of games. Nobody's ever going to have a winning percentage with the Indiana Pacers as a head coach that matches Larry Bird's. It's just not going to happen. Uh, but still, you look at that playoff record, of 17 and 36, and like I said, losing the last seven playoff series. It, you, it, I don't like to extrapolate from a really limited sa sample, right? And that's what you're doing with, with Nate McMillan. I don't think Nate McMillan did his best work in the bubble uh, against the Miami Heat. I thought he got out coached against the Miami Heat. I thought the Heat were better prepared. I thought their uh, their schemes were better. The defense was better connected for the Heat than it was for the playoffs uh, or than it was for the Pacers. But, hey, you know what? Um, he wins regular season games. And while good is also the enemy of great, good is truly the enemy of mediocre as well and the, the enemy of poor as well. And and you get the feeling that the Pacers are never going to be bad under Nate McMillan. And he's got a year coming up. His fifth year as the head coach of the Pacers, where the Pacers, if they stand pat and everybody gets healthy and they return to play in three and a half months, this team could go off or four months, whatever it winds up being. This team could flat go off. I think opening day is going to wind up being Christmas. I think that that's what the NBA is going to shoot for. And and if there's a vaccine on the market and deployed by the time we get to Election Day, and if you're Donald Trump, wouldn't you make sure that that happened? People are going to be critical. But you know what? Hey, Richard Nixon forestalled the end uh, of the Vietnam War. Didn't uh, The peace agreement was uh, delayed 
until after the election and after his inauguration. So, you know what, historically, now you don't want to compare yourself necessarily to Richard Nixon, but historically, people have done stuff like this for political reasons and on both sides of the aisle. Wouldn't you think that Donald Trump would do what he could to make sure that a vaccine was available as quickly as possible and right before Election Day? Probably. So if that happens and it can be gotten by NBA players and it proves effective, I think Christmas is a, uh, a logical jump-off time for the 2020-2021 uh, regular season. The Cubs, they lost last night 7-0. Tyler Chatwood and Jose Quintana both came off injuries. Both pitched like crap. And so the Cubs lose 7-1. Wilson Contreras with a bomb in the ninth inning to keep the Cubs from being shut out. Uh, Lucas Giolito last night was magical for the Chicago White Sox. The game score of 99 through no-hitter. One walk in the fourth inning kept him from a perfect game, which would have been the third White Sox perfect game going back to, what, like 2008, I think, when Burley did it. Uh, they had Humber uh, also do it, Philip Humber, in 2012. They're a game and a half back of the Minnesota Twins. Yesterday on the Dan Dockett Show, Jason Benetti said, hey, look, uh, he was asked by the great Jimmy Cook. Jimmy said, give me uh, the over-under for uh, Giolito on strikeouts. The over-under is seven and a half. Is he going to be over-under? <clears throat> Benetti said under because the Pirates are a first-pitch swinging team. Didn't work out that way. Giolito last night with 13 Ks. So the White Sox win, and uh, hopefully – They've got a great chance to go to the postseason. Cubs have like a 96% chance to go to the postseason. would be very, very nice to see both the Cubs and the White Sox perhaps win their division, perhaps uh, move forward in the playoffs a little bit. And if you had a crossroads or a, a crosstown classic, right, in the World Series, how cool would that be? The Indy 500 had its worst TV ratings ever. Uh, not surprising. It's a, it was a Sunday without Memorial Day following uh, the race. So it wasn't like party time, let's get everybody together and, and have a great time, unless you're thoroughly irresponsible, as we were. What are you going to do? Uh, so, But that that's not a reflection of the interest in the Indi Indianapolis 500, I don't think. Not being Memorial Day weekend uh, caused people to just not habitually tune in as they do on the Sunday before Memorial Day. Let's celebrate some birthdays today. Big day for these people celebrating a birthday. Uh, David Elson, happy birthday. John Warden, happy birthday. Michelle Goldwood, Lynette Shoemaker, Gary Duell, the great Joe Pugh celebrating a birthday. Joe Pugh, is st he still owes the, uh, the bar at the Hyatt Regency in Knoxville, Tennessee, a significant amount of money. Uh, I, I won't go into details, but that's absolutely true. Tim Harrison, happy birthday. The great Pamani Jones celebrating a birthday. Jeremy Davis, Jay Rosenstein, happy birthday. Julie Winbin, happy birthday. Rob Morton, Chris Duvall, Steve Kors, and Pam Farron-Rhodes celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, Colts. They work out at 10 o'clock. After the workout, we're going to talk to uh, uh, coaches. We're going to talk to players. That'll be what you see 
on Inside Indiana Sports today. I can't wait to go watch a pace or the Colts work out. It's fascinating to me to watch workouts because I try to figure things out. I'm not there just yipping and yapping like some of these guys. I'm trying to pay attention, figure out who's going to make the roster, figure out who's going to start, figure out who has taken a step up in class during the offseason. This is what we do. We take no days off. We take no reps off. Just like the Colts, just like the Pacers. We're always paying attention. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.